Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And of course, those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, thank you so much for your consistency. And I am reminding you that... If you did not support our pledge drive, you still can at wrfg.org and make a donation there. There is nothing like being appreciated and appreciated loved and to see that what I bring and what I give consistently over time and what you're receiving consistently over time is working for us and it's working to make sure that we are always receiving the financial support that is required in order for us to really be on the air 24-7, 365 days a year. For those of you who are not familiar with me and you're tuning for the first time, I am consistently speaking to the issues of our liberation, our resurrection, our being able to respond correctly and directly in any and every now moment towards our greater good. To understand that we are being slapped in the face on all sides with all of the obesity and the diabetes and the issues that have crystallized in our tissues as a result of what we've done consistently over time in terms of all of the partaking of all of the products that we have access to in the supermarkets, the corner stores, and all of the things that we've ingested over decades. And now that things are showing up as a result of how much stuff that we've consumed that has no organic, um, natural life force. And it's just there. And this is why we see over time, you know, sisters will say, well, you know, I used to be very petite. You understand, and, and over the years of consistency over time in dealing with the standard American diet, it's like there's nothing the body knows how to do with all of the stuff that we've consumed over the years, and I have to speak to it, I have to address it, because it's like the elephant that's in the room that nobody's speaking about how sick we are. You understand? And to not address it and to think that there is some true progression that we've made as a people to not address it and to think that there is some real prosperity that we can have when so many work on behalf of who I refer to as the corporate deities of death, the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, the alcohol, tobacco and sugar industries that we we can do better. And to understand that to have so many people who are daily engaged in the manufacturing, the production, the distribution, the uh, advertising of things that the body cannot utilize. It has absolutely no nutritional value. There's nothing that it does to enhance cellular functioning. And for these things to become consumed more than fresh fruit and vegetation, for us to have more access to that which has no substance, 
nothing that our hearts, our bloodstreams, our bodies can utilize. All for the sake of money and capitalism and profit, it's delusional to think that there is some profit when so many ones are engaged in undermining their cellular functioning. And because it is the norm, because it is a part of what we have all inherited being under a system of capitalization where purpose in existence has been relegated to how much money we're generating. And the thought that we're supposed to be dying from something being so prevalent and then the suicide rates is increasing amongst our youth. The disenchantment, the, the homelessness, the hopelessness, the drug addiction. And now the, the uh, widespread use of, of uh, marijuana or what people refer to as cannabis and CBD oil and this craze that's going on all over the world behind it. I'm just saying is that we're in a state of emergency, global crisis. And it's beyond the haves and the have-nots. It's about the carelessness and the care-nots. It's about our realizing that there is an initiative to make sure that we are not able to respond correctly and directly to being under a state of emergency. That we continue to focus on the ball games. To be distracted with all of the entertainment. Our entertainers have become our leadership. Are they entertaining or facilitating our entertainment or distracting? Yes, we all need comic relief. We all need to be able to relax. We all need to be in a place and space where we are supported institutionally, systemically, towards our wholeness, towards our greatness, towards our being in a place and space where we are exalting a full life's urge, which is the natural instinct of intelligences of all shape, form, and fashion that we, as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence, should be able to respond correctly and directly in every now moment under any nationality, ethnicity, religion, everything should be working towards the greater good. But if the people themselves and the populace that we are, if, if you as individuals and as we as individual points of this absolute and supreme intelligence do not care to exalt a full effort in our living, if it does not matter to us that that which we claim as food 
In the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, Nutrisweet, Aspartame, Layton stuff, all of these candies and gums and sugary things or the things that have the Splenda and the Equal and the Aspartame. And I'm just saying is that these things should have never come to market. There should be an initiative in our living that exalts life itself and industrialization and all of what we have come to have an understanding of and an understanding of in terms of how much chemical poisoning there is and the accumulation over time of these chemicals, these nitrates and nitrites, preservatives and BHA and BHT and the synthetics and all of the stuff. Then by the time you filter in all of the vitamins that people take thinking that they're doing something that's in their best interest. When your body is organic and the vitamins are not. See, the system does not work by itself. It works because people work it. Our educational systems, our universities and colleges, our schools and whatnot have worked towards putting us in a place where we can sit still for X amount of hours a day, that uh, we can urinate and move our bowels at a certain time of day. We can eat at a certain time of the day. We can, you understand, we can really be kept in, in square rooms or boxes without and and to do this consistently over time under the guise of education which is not intended to truly develop and cultivate the real gifts of who the people actually are who these children actually are we should be in a place and space where we are truly acknowledging the divine spark of of genius that is inherent within everyone and to know that the educational process should be a process of cultivating the divinity of the being that is there that nobody has been authorized by the intelligence of existence the law the light of of existence that which we refer to as god to be the perpetuators of sickness illness disease and death as a livelihood that we are under the auspices of those who are not really all put together like they would exalt themselves to be. Because otherwise you would not be allowing for the manufacturing, the production, and the distribution, and the commercial advertising and sublimation of, of that which undermines the cellular functioning of, of children from the vaccinations and inoculations to the candy and the, all of the stuff that's available on the market that is marketed to children. Without our really having an understanding that sugar is really the gateway drug. The refined white crystalline thing called sugar is the gateway drug that many have become addicted to as children. A system and a society and a government that facilitates the cellular oppression of its children is a system and a government and a society that will compound ill upon ill upon ill upon itself until it dies. So the children have to become wise enough 
to outthink their parents and their grandparents. And the youth, those who are the 20-some-year-olds and the 30-some-year-olds, have to come to a point in place where they realize that they do not have 20 years to be out of order. They do not have 20 years to try to figure it out. They do not have 20 years to be uh, in the ditches and valleys of degradation on the path of adulteration and then think that they will have time to get themselves together. They do not have that kind of time. We're under a system of suppression and oppression so that we are anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating, self-medicating, that does not amount to wholeness and healing. And in the light, it's everybody's responsibility to know how to care for themselves, to know how to feed themselves, to know how to cleanse themselves, to know how to really reverse these issues. It's nothing that we need to be licensed, certified, and degreed to do when the exaltation of life and the exaltation of who we are as intelligences of existence should be that which we are really involved with on a daily basis, consistently over time, so that we have the greatest opportunity to unfold, to consciously cultivate the divinity of ourselves, to be self-actualizing, self-realizing, to consciously care, to be harmonizing with the intelligence of existence, the laws of existence, the will of existence, and to know that each generation should become more dynamic than the previous one, and there is greatness in the lineages that we represent. And so we take this time to remember, we take this time to be uh, supported in making the commitments to life itself, to realize that no matter what we've done, no matter what the prognosis, no matter what the diagnosis, no matter what (laughs) your story is, the issue is we are able to rewrite our own narratives about what we're living for and what really matters to us and what it is we'd love to see and how do we engage with one another to create the greatest opportunities for the greatest giving, the greatest sharing, the greatest loving, the greatest being for us all. See, the intelligence of existence is so intelligent that it has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone, everywhere. It beats our hearts. It breathes us. We're all breatharian first. And we all really require the same things in order to truly optimize and maximize the intelligence of who and what we actually are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence that is absolutely and supremely present. And to know that there is no separation, that there is only one intelligence of existence that has gifted itself to everything and everyone. And so when we are moving through the city and seeing the people with their pets and the dogs and whatnot, these beings are intelligent. You understand the cows are intelligent. You understand? So even if they're if they're bred beings and, and they are mixed breeds or whatever, they're still intelligent. You can't take the intelligence out of a thing. And the nature of the intelligence is still divinity. It's it's conscientiousness. It's consciousness. 
And these people have put put us in a place where we feel as though the cows and the pigs and the turkeys and the chickens, that they have no feelings, that they're just dumb creatures. But why would you eat them? And now we've got all of these ones who are really signing off as in not as intelligences of existence, but based upon their their are exalting their identity based upon what they eat. So we are kind of signing off on being human eaters as opposed to being human beings. And so the food should be the fuel for optimization and maximizing our cellular functioning so that we are literally oxygenating, hydrating, mineralizing, and facilitating optimum cellular functioning and regenerating ourselves, healing ourselves. But the people have you in a position where you have created all of these issues. So if you multiply your age times 365 and get how many days you've actually lived and subtract 730 days, which is the two years that you probably did not have teeth coming into the world. And to know that uh, by hook or by crook, you bathe, then you were bathed, then you bathe every day the outside of your body, but you don't live on the outside of your body. You live on the inside of your body. And for 10 to 15 to 20 to 25,000 days of life and have bathed every day, sometimes two, three times a day based on the activity, and then have not spent one-tenth of that time focused on Bathing the inside of the body, not knowing how, not even being oriented towards a need to do it for the sake of reversing any kind of issue. And so where many ones now are moving in the trend of veganism and vegetarianism and whatnot and are still consciously reaching for a lot of proteins and starches to make up for the meat that they aren't eating and being in a place where they would prefer to have uh, egg substitutes and meat substitutes and all of this thing will not facilitate the kind of cleansing that truly needs to happen as a result of 10, 20, 30 thousand days of meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, flour, sugar, alcohol, tobacco, and all of the artificial colors, artificial flavors, nitrates, nitrites, and all of that. So I am the one who is really emphasizing the need for us to truly get clear that we are intelligences of existence. We are not black people and white people. And you understand we're not colors. We're hues have hues, but that does not constitute our identity. And so the self-knowing, the creator knowing, the creation knowing, how do we create? How do we participate in what's showing up in the world by virtue of what thoughts we think, how crystal clear is our visioning, our care, our imagination to bring forward that which is going to facilitate some of what is needed in the water purification, in the uh, reversing some of the uh, the poisoning of, of the land and 
the demineralization of farmlands and all of this stuff, I'm just saying is that, no, the genius is already in us. But we're suffering from degrees of cellular oppression as a result of all of the chemical residues that are being held by all of the mucus that came from all of the waffles and the pancakes and the biscuits and the croissants and the donuts and the dinner rolls and all uh, the pancakes, all of these things that create all of this mucus that holds all of these chemicals. And then you're just going to stop eating those things and then start eating these other things that may be organic, but then you're spending all this money on that, which they say is organic. But how is it that we had all of this inorganic food? Now, all of the, all of a sudden we got all of this organic food, certified organic, but your tissues are holding more chemicals from the nitrates and the nitrites and the preservatives and the carbon monoxide and all of the gases that they did with all of the meat so that it looked like it was still arterial and it was not. It was putrid. It was just colored. So I'm saying is that now we're in a state of crisis. Crisis that has been facilitated through being cellularly oppressed so that we are not Accessing the fullness of the clarity of thought and mind that we should have access to as intelligences of existence. We should have outthought this. We should have outthought a system that is in place that is oppressive. That it's not just oppressive to those who are the ascendants and the descendants of, of the indigenous ones and the... Uh, the enslaved ones, but oppressive to absolutely everybody. And some ones feel as though because they work good jobs and they get a good pay and they can, you know, be behind gated communities and drive nice cars and all of this, that they've made it and they've arrived, but they haven't outfought this. And then to have all of these autistic children, special needs children, because of the nutritional deficiency that was perpetuated as a result of being fed breakfast cereals and cow's milk and ice cream and candy and sugar and all of this stuff from the time that you were very, very young, from the time that you could, you could chew, feeding the flesh of dead animals to children and hot dogs and hamburgers and and all of this stuff and then when it come time for them to procreate and become mothers and fathers which is destiny from the time that we were typed female and then male in our mother's wombs destiny was becoming men and wombed men mothers and fathers grandmothers and grandfathers great-grandmothers and great-grandfathers and great-great and the great-great and the great-great and I'm just saying that even if you did not bring children forward you still have duty obligation and responsibility and the exaltation of a full life's urge still 
have responsibility, duty, and obligation to honor the legacy of the lineages that you represent, to consciously care, to be a glory unto those through whom you've come, to consciously care, to activate your DNA, to invoke and call forth the greatness of who you have come through, your inheritance and your heritage. It's not that some generations, a couple of generations, they work and work and work and work and they set up trust funds and this and that and the other and those who they didn't have time to spend with, they get all of their money when these ones have worked themselves to death and they've gone. And I'm saying that we are all so absolutely blessed with each and every breath and every beat of our heart. And in this now moment, we have to cultivate the best of ourselves, the light of ourselves, the truth of ourselves to understand the oneness that we each are. With existence itself. And that includes all the cows and the pigs and the chickens and the turkeys. And we cannot be in violation of ourselves and really survive it. We cannot be in violation of the laws that govern our existence and survive it. We cannot be murderers, liars, and thieves and survive it. We cannot destroy Mother Earth and the integrity of Mother Nature and survive it. We cannot love killing ourselves, undermining ourselves, feeding, intoxicating, inebriating, anesthetizing, stupefying ourselves, self-medicating, and survive it. So the issue is, what do we really want? What do you really want? I know what I really want. And that's just to walk in the fullness of the integrity of my own authenticity as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And what do I want? To see us all digging deeper, reaching higher, consciously caring to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified so that we are rising as a global humanity. On behalf of all of those who've come before us, all of those whose names we can call, all of those who strove, all of those who struggled, all of those who were taken out, all of those who were deemed a threat to the status quo, to the oppressive energies and frequencies. But to know this, there is no triumph possible without absolute love, light, wisdom, truth. There is no real power without real love, light, wisdom, and truth. There is no real prosperity where there is no investment in cultivating the wealth of the people themselves. We have to flip this script. It's a whole new paradigm, and the paradigm is the order of the ages in the laws of existence and the love of being. And being loving. And being in the integrity of who we are. As wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages. And men, the the progenitor of lineages. And to know that regardless of which one you're more feeling like. Because uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Everybody is here to rejoice in the blessedness in being. And we can create heaven on earth as the earth is already in heaven and this is Adama your voice 
of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you so much for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, thank you for your consistency over time. And I can only pray that you are ever more inspired and motivated to go deeper, to retire, to get into the light and the truth of the divinity of your own being, because we are immersed in nothing but divinity and support it in ignoring it, disregarding it not understanding how to be attuned with it and unto it. And so I'm very grateful for every opportunity I have to come before these airwaves. We're living in a day and time that is calling each of us to rise, to rise in the fullness of ourselves, consciously caring to liberate ourselves, being influenced and having been negatively impacted mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, psychically, financially, by an initiative that is a global initiative in the spread of capitalism and democracy, free trade, free enterprise, which is genocide and divisiveness, so that each individual expression of the light of God, the truth of God, the peace of God, the poise of God that is manifesting as our own reality, as these points of it in these temples is being oppressed and suppressed, depressed, so that we are not vivid in our own self-expression as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence that is supremely present and supremely intelligent. Our embracing the reality that there is absolute love, light, wisdom, and truth that we can take into our own hearts, minds, and spirits, that we can truly consciously cultivate that core of divinity that is the essence and the truth of ourselves so that we are able to literally step off the path of adulteration where we are no longer able to function intelligently because of the shame, the game, the blame, the indiscretions, the weight of the guilt and all of the things that we've experienced and we've perpetrated and the trespasses upon us. So as we're asking and knocking and seeking to be cleared and cleansed from all of it. 
than we haven't had. We have a hand in our own liberation. Liberation meaning coming to that place and space where the intelligence of our being has been completely free to function as intelligence does. Always in its own best interest, always in the best interest of the whole, always promoting wholeness, kindness, virtue, compassion, empathy. Having an understanding and an understanding that that we are all standing in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And having the capacity to stand as these points of presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And to not envy anyone else their gifts, but to consciously care, to cultivate our own gifts, so that there is a complement and a balance between us and what we are each here to gift to the world, wherever we are. We are influencing or being influenced by We are responding consciously or not, reacting and having the ability to be proactive in reversing the issues that are crystallizing in our tissues as a result of being under the corporate entities and deities of death that are perpetuating their products for profit through the commercialism and the sublimation and advertising and the chemicals that are the flavor enhancers the colors the preservatives that are in the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish plus the antibiotics, the hormones and whatnot and all of these things nobody can guesstimate or estimate how Deeply, they impact and affect the human consciousness. Impacting and affecting our choices, our lusts, our passions, our capacity for true thinking, for faith and our confidence. And to have an understanding and an understanding that there is nothing but divinity that is existence itself. And there is order and there is law. And our greatest leverage comes when we care to be harmonious with life itself. Consistently giving, receiving, taking forward and having an understanding and an understanding that we're here to graduate the class of earth residency we're here to apply ourselves wholeheartedly towards harmonizing with the light and the truth of the all that we each are we're here to master ourselves our thoughts our emotions our discipline that is foundation for discipleship and i know that many of us particularly here in the states are not concerned about being disciples 
not disciples of any one person, but disciples of light and love and wisdom and truth, which would mean that we would be open and receptive to receive light, love, wisdom, and truth for every, from everybody because everybody is a gift from the absolute and supreme intelligence that has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone. And so having the opportunity to embrace the divinity of existence, to have all of the veils of, of doctrine and illusion and scripturality and whatnot removed so that we can understand the integrity of our spiritual essence, that our nature is not sinful, but that the sinfulness has been perpetuated and facilitated through the defilement of the blood. And our spirits are like vapor charged upon the blood within these body temples. And all over the world, men have built temples unto whatever deities or gods. But the greatest temple we have is the one that we dwell in as these parts of an absolute and supreme intelligence that our bodies are the temples and the skeletal is the cross that we each bear. And coming to a place in space where we will honor ourselves more than the polished wood, metal, and stone, honor ourselves more than the things, honor ourselves, and be ever more enthusiastic about developing and cultivating the truth of ourselves, the light of ourselves, the peace, the poise, the power, the potency, the integrity, the high ethic the creativity, the mastery, to be even more enthusiastic about cultivating the virtues of character that give us the consistent alignment and attunement to our guides and guardians and angels and allow us to walk and live and love under the auspices of our souls. To want that and to see the value of that more than the money. And so seeing and realizing that there are those who will do anything for money. But because they don't understand the value of life and the value of of nature and the value of the diversity of humanity and they will consistently and continuously hire, educate and hire and produce things that are detrimental. And so as more and more of us come to a point and place where we care to literally raise completely up, as more and more of us consciously care to go deeper, to reach higher, to be in the integrity of our own authenticity, and to know that that path is a path that requires us to really shed our pain, our disdain, our resentments, our anger, our madness, our frustration, our pissation, to come to a point and place where we can get freed up from it all, to embrace the divinity of it all, and to know that 
the individual. Male, female, both and neither. Many of us are having those experiences to literally have an understanding with who and what we are as spirits in these bodies, male, female, both and neither. But to be really cognizant, conscious, conscientious, caring, committed to the laws that govern us gives us leverage over the lawlessness, over the sinfulness, over the depths and degrees of imbalances and dis-ease so that we can come back to balance and ease which is the peace that we can experience as our day-to-day reality regardless of situations and circumstances. Because we know that who we are and what we are and why we are is greater than the things that we have or the accounts. Because there is an accounting that is happening, a surveillance that is happening upon the planet. There are administering intelligences that see everything. And we're having the opportunity of literally harmonizing with the divinity of existence itself. And to see ourselves whole, claim ourselves whole. And to be in a place where our talent, skills, and abilities are completely activated in the perpetuation of wholeness. Not holiness, but wholeness. And in light of society's education, religious training, cultures that support us in inebriation, intoxication, cellular oppression, violation, violence, usurpation, devastation. You understand? Because we are one with everything. And to be in a place where we are not respecting the right of other beings to have the right to their lives. Being in a place where we as a global populace are supporting the annihilation, the subjugation, the domination, the usurpation of billions of animals annually. Then what we do unto others is being done unto us. And I know that many people just anticipate, or I, I won't even say they anticipate it, I You know, they've come to believe in death, believe that we're supposed to die. Now, the conceptualization of what death is or the truth of what death is, is not something that we've definitely really gotten a grip about because it's all speculation. And there is the reality of the truth that As spirits and energy is neither created nor destroyed, it merely transforms. And it's 
becoming more uh, common knowledge, or at least heard, that the spirit doesn't die. Or the soul doesn't die now. The differentiation between the spirit and the soul and the individual and a life that is lived in consistent contempt of life, a life that is lived in violation, inebriation, intoxication, a life that is lived ignoring the laws that govern oneself, a life that is lived in, in denying the truth of itself and, and preferring to be out of alignment with that which beats one's heart and breathes one. And the life of one who exalts a full effort and a full life's urge and loves every atom and every cell of their being to the degree to which they are consciously caring not to do anything to undermine themselves, who are able to embrace and see the oneness of existence and the multiplicity of diversity as cosmic conformity. You understand, we're looking at two different lives and you're looking at two different ways of leaving. Leaving as a dead person is not the same as leaving as a conscious immortal. Living as a dead person is not the same as living as a conscious immortal. The issue is we're having the opportunity to choose the quality of life and the quality of beings and the quality of experiences that we will have here. That lay foundation for what we will experience after we leave here on the other side as people say and because we are steeped in so much speculation opinions and theories then it matters that we care to know the truth, to seek the truth, to harmonize ourselves with the truth as a way of alleviating the pain, the disdain, the sickness, the illness, the disease, when you know within every fiber of your being that you at this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence and there is a right way to live your life so that you are not creating sickness, illness, and disease, and you care to live that life where you are reversing whatever issues that may have accumulated and concentrated and crystallizing in your tissues as a result of the way that we were all brought forward. And it matters because you don't know the pain and the suffering that you may experience as a part of that process that you have accepted as death. And some people are fortunate that they don't have any suffering, any pain, they just go. And we're coming into the knowledge of more and more ones who are living over a hundred still able to take care of themselves and whatnot because really when we 
look at the divinity of existence and we accept the divinity of existence and understand that we're breatharian first. We're not human feeders and human eaters. You understand people are identifying themselves based upon what they eat now as opposed to who we actually are as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. That is the truth of all of us. That is what is the highest and lowest common denominator between us. And as we were told to love our mother, father, creator, God, that which beats our hearts and breathes us, that which is the intelligence of existence, that which is the authority of existence, that which is causation for our being directly, that which is our source, that maintainer and sustainer of us, to be in a place and space where we disregard it, disrespect it, disobey it. It creates hardship. Until we come to a point and place where we will reverence and appreciating count our blessings and allow everything to benefit us to the degree to which we become better, we become more focused, we become more disciplined, we become more of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence. We're in a now moment of eternity where we are facing every day the consequences of choices that we're making. And to have so many ones still steeped in the traditions of those who are murderers, liars, and thieves, bastardizers, and usurpers. Those who would continue to support the corporate entities and deities of death who serve death. that now we have to begin to create new days or days of wholeness where we will no longer participate in it. And no matter how much fun we think we're having anesthetizing, and inebriating and intoxicating and Eating ourselves to death, that which has no life force, no substance, creating more acidity and toxicity and mucus and problems. You understand, no matter how much you love it, it is no fun to have your organs shutting down. No fun to have to have emergency surgeries because your appendix is about to burst or your gallbladder or your liver or you understand I'm just saying is we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence and we're divinely designed and designed divinely and breath is what maintains and sustains us the food or what we know as food The pancakes, the waffles, the biscuits, the muffins, the bagels, the croissants, the French bread, the toast, the eggs, the cheese, the bacon, the sausage, the lunch meats, the hamburgers, the hot dogs, the pizzas. All of this stuff that we consistently eat day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. Is the root of all of the cancer and all of the illness. And some people would say they'd rather be sick. But then if you really don't mind being sick, then why go to the doctors? 
if you really don't mind being sick, then why take the medication? Why submit to the surgeries? If you really trust that they can go into your system, open your body up and take out organs and glands and this and that, and you function better without them. Why even bother? In our day and time, with so much truth and light and love available to us so that we can live a life of peace and poise and power and potency and prosperity, that we can infuse the reality of love in every fiber of our being to be in a place and space where we become radiant in it. To be able to outthink this, to see so clearly the way that creates harmony everywhere that we go. Who is it that we choose to serve? And those who serve the forces of divisiveness do so at their own peril. Of course, they don't let you know that when you're applying. And because we've not asked for the light, a lot of times you have to learn the lessons after in hindsight. But when we've had insight and apply ourselves towards clearing the eye that dwells as the center of our being, that which perceives that which is the real eye that allows us to actualize by harmonizing with the will of existence itself, then we get a chance to have the consistent realizations and revelations and epiphanies and to see clearly the consequences of our choices. This time that we're in is our time, particularly those of us who are in maturity, getting clear about what we're living for, getting clear that our lives are our gifts, getting clear about the opportunity to truly honor and glorify the lineages that we represent, really being in a place where it really matters to us, allows us to transcend a lot of the chemical dependencies, the addictions, recommitting and realigning, reorienting. Reassessing, being completely renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified in the light of the truth of the supreme intelligences that we each are, is going to lead to a much greater possibility and destiny than continuing. to anesthetize, inebriate, intoxicate, violate, disregard, disrespect, dishonor, 
that creates so much discontent and dissatisfaction. So we can choose the glory and the power, the prosperity, the posterity, and to reap the benefit of the fulfillment of the promises of our eternal lives. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.